I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Hello. Happy October. Wow. I think it was October last week. Let me. Is it? Yeah. Was it? No. What's today? The 8th? You're right. I don't know. Regardless, you guys. Man. Huge thank you to you guys. Over 22 million downloads of House of Kim, you guys. So huge thank you to that. That's just so exciting. And it's funny because I have a song that I did called Google Me. And and I didn't even realize this when I posted it, but Brielle did. Um, I kind of rap at the end of Google me and it says 22 million following me, G O O G L E me, click them keys and Google me. So Braille's like, mom, you wrote this or, you know, I guess I added to the, the lyrics and stuff. Um, another lady by the name of Angela wrote it, but she's like, mom, you sang that song. Like, I don't even know eight years ago or nine years ago or 10, whatever it was. And she's like, how weird and random that you would like you know, pull up total downloads and it's 22 million. So anyways, you guys, thank you so much. We so appreciate it. I loved reading all the comments below what you guys love, what you don't like, what you want more of. So that was really cool. You guys, I'm so excited. We won, but let's jump right into it. NFL college football and now MLB playoff actions all heat up this week with games that you are not going to want to miss out on. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at podcast one betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus. NFL week six biggest matchup. You guys, we won last week. We picked the right teams. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. Anyhow, it's Eagles at Viking, Seahawks at Browns, Houston at Kansas City, 49ers at Rams, Lions at Packers. College football week six biggest matchup. Oklahoma at Texas, Texas A&M at Alabama, Michigan State at Wisconsin, Florida at LSU, USC at Notre Dame. MLB playoffs, Astros, Yankees, Minnesota, AL division leaders, Dodgers, Braves, and St. Louis at the top for NL division leaders. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code, you guys, podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus, you guys. We won. We picked the right teams last week. You guys head over to my Twitter um, to be one of the people that could win a $500 reward. Amazing. And we're going to see if we can't do it again this week. Week six is up. Our picks for this week are the Patriots, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. 
We're going strong. We are third right now. In case you're just joining us, there's a $500 reward each week to be given out as the winning show, which is us this past week, to five listeners. It's a $5,000 season-long charity contest, you guys. I'm so competitive, so I'm so excited. I won. Anyways, you guys, head over to betonline.ag, and don't forget that promo code podcast. You're listening to House of Kim with Kim zolciak Beerman. This is House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Okay, so anyways, let's jump right into the Hard Rock Casino because that's I had an appearance there last week, you guys, and um, which was a lot of fun. Specifically in Tampa. Specifically in Tampa. Yeah. Um, I really want to go to the one in Hollywood on the twenty fourth. That's a I new guess one. The hotel's shaped like yep. a guitar, or whatever. The grand opening. Yep. So, anyways, went to the Hard Rock, you guys. I didn't get any sleep. The night I, I had to get up at like three o'clock in the morning to make the red carpet and do all that that yeah. morning. So I got no sleep that night. And then the night before I only slept four hours too, for whatever reason, it, it usually never fails, you know? So pretty exhausted when I got to Tampa, I had to run really, really quickly to my room, change my clothes, get on the red carpet. Um, we did that, which was tons of fun. And then you guys can head to my Instagram, Kim Zolciak Beerman and check out some of the uh, footage of us on the red carpet. I posted a video or two. And then we went into this like private conference room and this was, it was like invite only. And, um, there was Christy Brinkley was there, Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, Kim and Croy, yep. um, a couple other people, a WWE wrestler. Yeah, what's his name? Justin? No. T- t- Titus? Titus. Titus. Yeah, Titus. There you go. Um, and he, sh- I shook his hand and he seemed a little strange and I was like, what? Hi, I'm Kim. Nice to meet you. He's like, yeah, hi. Like totally caught off guard. And then I was like, is he an NFL player maybe? Is that why? Like he was, it was strange. But anyways, he was there, needless to say. And then there was a couple other, you know, celebrities or whatever there. But, so they're going to do this big, you know, they um, they spent $700 million on the renovations mm-hmm. for this casino. Yeah. And you guys know firsthand how much I love to gamble. So I was really honored and excited to be asked, you know, to be at this event. So this room's kind of closed. It's basically invite only. And the lights go out, right? There's probably how many people? 300 people, 400 people in there? I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, I'd say maybe yeah. maybe even like maybe five, five, six hundred. Yeah, a lot That's of people. Lot. Yeah. So the lights go out, right? And we're like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, and if you've been following me on social media, you know I'm obsessed with these guys. All of a sudden, these guys come out on stage and all you see is the outline of their sneakers, their glasses, their beard, their hat, their jacket, their pants, their belt, all lit up in like these neon bright colors and maybe not even neon, but some of them were neon and they start to dance. And there's like five of them, maybe sometimes seven of them at one point. I'm so obsessed with these guys um, that I told my casino host in Vegas last night that like, dude, these guys are amazing. Like you've got to have them there. Like you have to. So for over 30 minutes, I would say, or close to 30 minutes, they performed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And after about the first 10 minutes, which I could watch it for three hours, it was so cool. Um, They're called uh, Light Light Balance Balance on Instagram, you guys. They were also on um, America's Got Talent. They didn't win, right? They were like the runner-up. They were the runner-up. So, which is crazy because they were so good. Um, I could watch them forever, but about 10 or 20 minutes into it, I'm like, Croy. How do you remember all of this, these dances? Like, they did Thriller by Michael Jackson. I mean, they did 
I don't even, 10 songs. I don't even know. Yeah. And maybe it's just routine at this point, but right. such an incredible show. The audience, like we were all kind of going like Natoon and Han over them. Really, really cool. So I also, that's cool. They did that. And there was, um, after that, there was like a, an acknowledgement and a thank you. Yeah, the you council members the, from the, from the Seminole tribe spoke and they thanked everybody who had built uh, or had been a part of the $700 million renovation, which is so cool too for the, the, um, Tampa area because it provides so many jobs. Currently the expansion, uh, really was, was big for the, uh, economy there. And then it also provided, uh, jobs throughout the process for construction crews and, and all that. I think they tried to stay pretty local, but so the council members, they spoke and then they said, thanks. And then they blessed it. And then, um, they played a video, kind of of the whole process which was really cool to see and then they headed and then we headed outside then we headed outside oh my god i was about to just say then we went gambling right away but i forgot about the outside because that's where the magic happened okay so you guys hard rock's known that you break a guitar that's kind of what they do they've always done that so they had a bunch of guitars kind of lined up and and a bunch of people broke those and then um i I poured my glass of wine at this point you guys while i'm outside it's literally 100 degrees out and i have on all black a black jumpsuit that's aligned with black boots, black socks. Like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But anyway, so I'm hot as hell out there. And um, the music, this music kind of starts and I look up and there's a, a son and his mom. Right. On a tightrope, mm-hmm. like super high up. So I said to kind of the PR people that were kind of walking around me in security that we had. Surely they're like strapped to something, right? In case they fall, he's like, nope. And I was like, who like? What? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I actually couldn't even keep watching. I just went back into my little cabana because it was freaky deaky. So the mom is 66 years old and um, his name is Nick. Yeah. I can't remember her name for the life of me right now, but his mom's 66 years old. She just had hip replacement and she's walking this tightrope. She lays down on the rope. Yeah. It's like incredible. As big as a Sharpie, as thick as a Sharpie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> If I was to even look down, you guys, I would fall immediately. I'd just fall for no friggin' reason if I ever looked down, which I would as soon as I got on it, just because. So anyway, I was freaking flabbergasted. So he crosses over her. Yeah, steps over her. Yeah, in steps the over her. What the hell's wrong with this? Yeah, in the middle. It's the craziest shit ever, right? So I really wanted to meet them. So that was over. They survived. They made it. He walked it. backwards on Yeah, it. he walked backwards. I can't even walk backwards like right here. Uh, no, it was, it was nuts. It never wavered. Seven like generations right. in their family, though. Yeah. Their great grandfather died yes. walking the tightrope because he had a team of people put up the tightrope and do yep. all that good stuff, and they didn't do. He didn't check it. He didn't check it. And so when he got on it, when he got on it, it, it gave. It out. gave loose. Yeah. Yep. So this, so they set up their own stuff, which makes perfect sense. I got to talk to them for a good fifteen minutes. Um, I just said, "You guys are amazing." such a great show kind of to put on for people, but are you nuts? Like what is, are you crazy? And it's just really their yeah. whole upbringing. His sister, um, I think Niagara falls. She fell. No, uh, it was, uh, they were actually indoors and they were practicing a, a pretty for Niagara falls, maybe or something. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't remember, but it was, it was, uh, it was a routine that they were going to try to, I think break a world record. And so they had, they actually had people, they had a, a base of four people, all part of the family, a base of four. And then they had a, uh, two or three stacked on top of those four in kind of a pyramid uh, design while they were walking on this tightrope. And so not only do they have to balance themselves, but then they also have to balance the people on top of them and work as a unit 
and it went wrong, terribly wrong, and nobody was safety hooked or, or had any safety harness on, and they fell to the ground, I think maybe four or five stories. Uh, yeah, the, the sister has like 70, had seven, completely fractured broke, her face. Broke 75 or 73 bones in her face. Oh, yeah, or has... Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, screws and plates yeah. and crazy, crazy. But she's crazy. back. But she's back doing it again. She, I think she just walked it for the back for the first yeah. time. Insanity, you guys, absolutely insane. I don't really know that I have a fear of heights in essence, but like I'm one of those people that you know, honestly, if I was to walk the tightrope, I would just look down and fall. Like I, I just know that. We were just looking at some girl on Instagram who like climbed this skyscraper mm-hmm. in China and took a big picture with it, like a selfie. She called it. A- she had a selfie stick or something and. She's standing on like what looks like 12 inch by 12 inch square. Yeah. And you can see all of China. I mean, it was insane. I mean, yeah, she's at the top of a, of a huge, huge skyscraper. skyscraper. Yeah. I mean, we're talking probably 100 floors. There's no telling. Okay. Yeah. I don't even. But again, me, I would just, right now, my heart's beating out of my chest. I would just look down and then tip over. <laughs> I just know I would. Like, yeah. I just know. I don't, is she spinning around on it and stuff? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, my stomach hurts. Yeah. I just wonder why. So, anyways, after that show was over, um, I went and talked with Christy Brinkley for a while, who's so beautiful, you guys. She has, like, the best legs ever. And what's really funny is she wears pantyhose still. That's I fantastic. kept telling Croy, yeah. like, dude, I, I've i never really worn pantyhose. That wasn't a thing. Right. Maybe I did, actually, for a photo shoot back when I was, like, 15 or something. Probably. Um, I think I had pantyhose My on. My mom that's, wore them all the time. That's hysterical. Yeah. But anyway, she had pantyhose on, which I thought yeah. was cute. Super beautiful in person and so nice and sweet. And it's funny. We took a picture together. And, uh, like, I'm like, this is just useless for me. Cause I'm with a supermodel and she immediately like arches her shoulders and like turns them around. And she's just posing every snap and click of the phone. She's like, you know, this way, this way. I'm like, fuck me. So anyway, <laughs> she's really beautiful and really sweet. And I've always been a huge fan of her. So it was really great to meet her. Um, and then I'm ready to gamble you guys. So basically, yeah, I gambled all day. Um, we had security with us and, but there was, you know, a lot of people, we were still taking pictures. And I, a big thing for me when I'm gambling is I don't like other people's energy to affect me. That's just who I am. Right. I just want to kind of gamble with my slot machine or whatever table I'm at. I will take pictures anytime on the carpet, walking anywhere, going anywhere. But like when I'm gambling and somebody taps me on the shoulder, can I take a picture? Like I, I'm like, fuck, I got like it stresses me out because I'm in the middle of my game and my role, so I have to stop. But anyways, I lost my money, which is fine, whatever. But <laughs> I realized that, so I tried to go to like a pro- more private area. And again, I'm very, very thankful for everyone that was there and, and that are fans and that took pictures. And I didn't tell one person no, but I, you know, I'm all into the mojo while I'm gambling. So I had an appearance that night at the club or whatever. And so, you know, you guys, as far as me and gambling, and I love it so much that like I don't have to eat or sleep or even have water. doesn't matter. So I realized like we need to eat something. So we went upstairs to our room, got some food, redid my makeup. And my throat was like really bothering me on my left side of my, my face, like a gland, but not, I didn't know if I like pulled a muscle Anyways, my parents is from like 10 to 12 at the club there. They had um, a really cool DJ. They had oh, a bunch of people there. Um, in that same room that, th- that we were at, that conference room, they kind of shut it down and everybody was dancing and drinking and it was really fun. Christy Brinkley was there again. You know, a bunch of people were there. So we did that for a couple hours and then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go gamble like alone. So I told the security, you know what? Like we're good. We're just going to go gamble on our own. I got Croy. He'll fuck anybody up kind of thing. 
and that didn't work out. We had people with us the whole time talking and taking pictures. So by like two o'clock, I'm like, Corey, we got to just go to bed. Like I'm wore out. We have to catch a flight in a couple hours. I got upstairs and my neck was literally killing me. And Corey's like, I think you're just exhausted, Kim. And so I don't know that I've really ever said this to Corey, but I was like, Corey, I have nothing left to give anybody. And I almost wanted to cry, which is definitely not like me, but I was like, I have nothing left to give. Like I'm so depleted and drained. And so a big thing for me, you guys, and Croy's like jump in the shower. When you're around a lot of people, there's a lot of different energies. And because I'm so, I'm an empath, basically, I feel a lot of people's energy, whether it's good or bad. Um, And so I take it on as well a hug, a handshake, whatever. And so Croy's like, jump in the shower, which I did. And it's really great if you guys are at any kind of events at night or whatever, even just the daytime, to take a shower before you get in the bed to rinse off the energies throughout the day. And once I did that, I felt 10 times better. Uh, But my neck was still killing me. It was very strange. So I couldn't sleep because, you know what, I was like kicking in my bed, like mad as shit that I lost this money. I was so mad at myself. (laughs) And, oh my God, I get so fired up. Um... Anyways, and I didn't want to miss the kids' ride to school in the morning, so we, um, I basically didn't sleep very much. Talked to the kids, went back to sleep for another hour, we hopped on our plane and got home, and I slept um, 12 hours almost. I mean, I was woken up several times with the kids and stuff, but you know, I slept a good 12 hours, and I woke up, my chiropractor came actually as soon as we got home, and I woke up and I had like no neck pain, so my chiropractor thought it was like a swollen lymph node. And we've all kind of been sick in this house and coughing and spending Change of season. Yeah, change of season. They say mold count is high. That's what Tracy's telling Mm -hmm. me. Um, So anyways, I slept 12 hours. Still felt pretty depleted. Didn't, and you know, I used to until recently just keep going and going and going and going. And maybe it's just because I felt like such shit or was so drained. I just didn't uh, keep going. I just chilled out and I slept another like 10 hours the next night and I felt so much better. Um, but I don't even know if I've ever told you guys taking a shower though, before you go to bed is a great way to get rid of energy. Or if you're like in court for something or you're, I don't know, whatever you get my drift, take a shower. As soon as you get home, take your clothes off. Don't put those same clothes back on. They carry energy. Everything does. Um, but it's a great way to change kind of the vibe. So anyways, you guys, the kids were sick. We had three of them in the Mansell Children's Hospital. It's like a it's like a satellite hospital here. The day before we left mm-hmm. um, to Tampa, and they all tested negative for strep. They all basically had croup, so they had to get some steroids to get that to kind of calm down. Kaya's had it the longest, um, and so they were basically all out of school for what a day, two days. Cash missed yeah. a couple of days, mm-hmm. so some nasty junk got in our house for sure. Um, rest is really important too. I think the transition with our nannies and stuff has been a little bit stressful on everybody. Um, and so, you know, they're just drained last night. The twins went to bed at like seven 30. Um, and this is, uh, after cash busted a window in our house, uh, last night. Yeah. Um, Croy, Croy and I were just talking about windows and just all sorts of jazz. It was funny that we were mentioning our windows in our house and, some open, some don't. We take the little windy thing off, the mm-hmm. little, like you, so you, the kids can't open the windows and like you know crawl out and fall fifty feet. But um, last night Ariana's like, "Mom, was she scre- she's screaming right? Mom, uh, there's a broken window." No, Kane came in and said, "There's a broken window." Yeah, about the same time that Ariana had yeah. called us, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And I thought it was a garage window because Cash has broken two of those already. Oh no, it's an actual window in their playroom, an actual window. Yeah. And 
Cash was using these like oversized Legos per se, these big blocks, and was making like a tower. Uh-huh. He got as up high on as a, he could make it. Yeah, as high as he could make it. <laughs> and he was standing there on a ladder and pushes it over, which I'm a little bit surprised the window broke. It shattered. So I went back to watch the camera to see how this happened. And there's two problems. One, the nanny is standing right there when this is going on. Two, Kane and Kaya, it's a big, huge window. Kane and Kaya are both in the window, spread eagle, like like a like they're making an angel and basically a snow in the snow, and just leaning against the window, dancing, pushing their butts on the window. Like, um, what the hell? So they went to bed early. I was livid. I was like, you guys could fall out. I don't want anything to happen to you. And so I was like, damn, man. You know, so I was yelling. <laughs> and and pissed off at that um and it just like it's funny i mean kids will be kids but like i said you guys we've already had this conversation about railings in our house and like you know dicking around over a railing and playing around and dropping things over the railings and all that good stuff and or windows and so yeah this is cash's third window that he's broke but this is like like i said a true window um yeah needless to say i was quite pissed off Okay, you guys. So anyways, yeah, cash is in trouble. Have you guys tried Good American yet? The 20% off offer is only available for another couple weeks. It's really the perfect time to stock up on your fall items, including denim jackets and more. So many of you guys have messaged me on how great the denim is. If you still haven't heard of Good American, it's a size-inclusive brand from my girl, Chloe Kardashian. Every item comes in sizes from extra small to 4X, and they're all about body positivity, and I just love that about them. You guys know I've raved about the jeans. They are perfectly high-waisted, they flatten my stomach, and they don't stretch out. They fit me like a glove and don't have that annoying gap in the back when I sit. I get compliments on them all the time. And you guys, just yesterday, I saw Chloe post on Instagram that her overall one-piece jumpsuit is back. So that is a must-have. But anyways, lately, I've been rocking their satin pieces as well. It's so on trend right now. Satin tops, satin dresses, satin everything. It goes so well with a jacket and booties, and it's perfect for fall. They also have so much more on their website. Bodycon dresses, jumpsuits, robes, jackets, and the cutest activewear. So go to goodamerican.com forward slash Kimsey and get 20% off your full order sale items and all. The discount will be applied at checkout. That's goodamerican.com forward slash Kimsey. Let me know what you guys think. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. So our positive segment, you guys, also um, in the link in my um, Instagram, there is the Millennial Whisperer. Um, I don't know how many people, if there's even any books left, but you right. guys can use that link to get a free ebook. Um, I will have podcast one, put that at the end of this podcast. I didn't put the link last week, so I will um, have it underneath this as well. So you guys definitely, if you're a, a business owner, a parent, uh, whatever, it's such a good read and so informative um, and makes really good sense actually. And kind of helps you figure out and be able to, um, cope sometimes with a millennial because they can be a little bit trying at times right baby doll yeah it's a good good way to put it yes okay you guys we received this email to, to our website eight tips to eliminate overwhelm from your life and i've been feeling so overwhelmed i felt overwhelmed at, like the casino i've just been feeling overwhelmed i think just with the big changes kind of in the house so i thought this would be a great read dr Alec trevetti is a psychological uh, performance expert who um, these are actually his tips. Alex Smith, thank you for sending. 
Um, it says whether you're a busy professional, a student or a stay at home mom, overwhelm is something that most people face. If not properly dealt with, it can lead to stress, anxiety, and a host of both, a host of both mental and physical problems. So here are some great ways to deal with the overwhelm. Become more fulfilled. Contrary to what you might believe, feeling overwhelmed isn't usually a result of having too much on your plate. Overwhelm comes from not being fulfilled in the activities you are taking part in. If you know someone who's always on the go and never has time to stop yet seems so happy and satisfied, it's because they're doing things they truly enjoy. When you align yourself with your life's purpose, overwhelm quickly disappears. That's interesting. I feel overwhelmed because lack of help, staff right now, and just kind of, you know, just we, we do a lot you right. know, between all the dogs and all the, you know, the kids and they're after, you know, activities and thank God for Tracy. Cause she's been a really big help. Um, but I still feel like even, you know, when I'm filming I feel like it's my life purpose. It's something that I really enjoy, but I still can feel overwhelmed right. with the tasks and all the stuff that I have at yeah. hand. And I mean, even, even being a stay at home mom may not be what, what you necessarily feel is your life pur- purpose. It's a duty that has to be performed uh, and, and a responsibility that has to be completed. So I think too, what you can do is, is, you know, maintain that positive, uh, mindset while you're doing certain tasks and responsibilities that have to be performed and be done. And then in order to, to, you know, kind of balance that out, you do and should find kind of your purpose in your free time. And, and that purpose can be your hobby. If you, if you love pottery or if you love painting or if you love reading or if you love writing or if you love whatever it is yard work you know go find that 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 passion and that purpose and then in due time when you can have time or or maybe you can hire help or or the kids go to school at some point then uh you can translate that passion and purpose and that hobby and turn it into something that could change your life and your family's life 100 percent. so next Tip is stop multitasking. We've been sold this great big lie that multitasking is the solution to gaining more time. It's not. Multitasking overwhelms us even more and distracts from quality. The best solution is to take one task at a time. Take on something, give it your best, and when it's finished, move on to the next item on your list. Your stress and anxiety will also quickly disappear. I'm notorious for doing 100 things at a time. Corey, you're great (laughs) at finishing the task at hand and moving on. And I, and I, and I can attest to that actually being very, very true for me personally, because I do, I will start to feel really, really overwhelmed if I have a lot of open ended or, or, uh, unfinished tasks, you know, where I, I've started some and, and then go on to something else. Like I quickly become, yeah, I don't like that feeling, but overwhelmed. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, I just feel like I, okay, I have a limited time here, but I gotta, we gotta go get the kids or whatever. Like there's always, I feel like right. interruptions. And so that's kind of my, um, I'm always kind of doing yeah. something all over, but yeah. I, I try to finish make time for you as busy as you are. You always have to make time for yourself each and every day, even as little as 30 minutes to seek out some solitude or engage in an activity that you find pleasurable. It's important um, to your overall feeling and of well-being. Even the most successful people in any field carve out a little time for themselves and they never miss a day. Totally agree with that. Corey and I try to run or do the Peloton or even just lay in bed and just chill, you know, yeah. um, yeah, definitely. So, well, and we've talked about important. that too in prior podcasts where in order to kind of recenter yourself and refocus, uh, like you, like he said, and, and we've said, you have to unplug from those daily demands, uh, whether it's demand from the job, the family, kids, friends, whatever it is that you have that, that, that pulls at you throughout your day. If you can't, uh, you know, 
re self-center yourself and, and re self-focus on, um, what you're feeling, how you're feeling and, and how your, uh, outlook is each day, you can get off track real easy, real quickly and, and lose precious time, um, that you can't get back. You know, time is, is the most precious commodity in this world and, and you only get so much of it and, and you never know when, when that time is, is going to end. And so you want to maximize that's really scary. Your opportunities Thanks, and maximize what 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 right. God has given you and then don't take it for granted and then really spend time on yourself each day what as, as you know the amount that you can to stay focused. Get in the moment. People who tend to feel overwhelmed are usually reliving painful experiences in the past or worrying about what is coming up in the future. Instead, ground yourself in the present moment and what is taking place around you. If you have trouble with this, ask yourself questions like, what do I see? Who am I with? What do I smell? What am I doing? I think that happens a lot to people. Yeah. Um, you know, worrying is just a useless emotion. It doesn't change the outcome of things. It doesn't, you know, um, it, yeah, it's definitely worrying is, is uh an emotion I think a lot of people feel, including myself at times, but I definitely try to get myself out of that quickly because, you know, it's pointless. But, and I'm also, will be on my phone, but yet watching the kids, you know, at baseball or something. And I'm, I'm very good at like putting the phone down. I'm going to focus on baseball. I've really tried to do that. I think the phone has been a very, very big distraction for all of us in the world. And it it doesn't allow you to really be in the moment. Right. Right. I, worry, and I think we could, safely say that faith is is somewhat of a direct opposite of worry and, and faith in your future and faith in in uh, your ability to change the outcomes and your path at any point in your life at any minute of the day you can change what it is that you're going to do and produce your future outcome and so worry is is concern about maybe your abilities to not be able to do that or a reflecting upon the past and something you didn't like in it or uh, something you wished you could have done different or whatever. And so worry is, is just a misguided uh, focus on where your mentality and your mental um, well-being should be. 100%. Stop chasing perfect. People who struggle with overwhelm tend to always be chasing perfection. Even when they complete a task that turns out exceptionally well, they still strive to make it better. The secret is to always give your best and let it stop after that. Perfection is a delusion that will lead to too much stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and can even make you physically sick. I think a lot of people, I mean, I think we all try to do this, when, whether it's even something as simple as like doing our own makeup or our hair or our outfit or making sure the kids are dressed great or the house is decorated, whatever it is. I mean, there's a million things that people... And I'm, you know, men and women try to, you know, make perfect and kind of obsess over the perfection and Instagram doesn't help with all of that either. Right. Um, there's no such thing as perfection. There's yeah. Facetune. <laughs> Stop beating yourself up. People who have a hard time with feeling overwhelmed usually are very hard on themselves. They are the type that look back on a completed task or project and start questioning why they did wh what they did and why they didn't say this or approach it some other way. You have to be your own best friend and number one cheerleader. If not, you're setting yourself up for failure, misery, and a lifetime of just being overwhelmed with the results of everything you do. And I think that's a big thing. You know, um, really, you have to be your biggest fan for yourself. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, I think really staying true to who you are allows you to kind of be your biggest fan. I think yeah. when people trying to please others or listening to people's opinions of themselves and others makes it very difficult to um, 
stay true to who you are, yeah. which in turn, you're very hard on yourself because you're not staying true to who you yeah. are. And then there's a fine line between self-critique and self-criticism. You know, you want to self-critique daily so that way you can continue to uh, improve and adapt whoa, whoa, and change. Whoa. I don't self-critique daily. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you only sit on back my and food reflect. selections, only on my food selections. Okay. Well, or I, my wine consumption. I'm oh, like, but, Damn, but I'm just why saying, did you have two glasses instead of one? Or why'd you have 17 glasses instead of just five? Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking <laughs> in terms of, uh, in terms of maybe it. a presentation, you know, what right. could I, what could you have done better, uh, to present your material to, to your you know, colleagues or right. anything, you know, how can you, how can you continue to strive to be better, uh, expand yourself, gain more knowledge, utilize that knowledge and, and be a better person, uh, for the people that you're around and, and improve people. You know, I, I always loved when you could see and, and look in a locker room and you could tell the people who made that locker room better and who necessarily didn't change it. And then who made it worse. And you could always see the difference in those people and, and some of the ones that really made the people around them better, I think self-critiqued instead of self-criticized. You know, you, you can fall into a trap very quickly and very easily of self-criticizing when, when you're in a profession that literally a matter of, of inches makes the world a difference and can be the difference between winning and losing. And so you really have to be mentally tough and understand that, that sometimes it felt like criticism and it felt like, man, why is this guy attacking me? Or why is this coach saying this to me? Or why is, is my boss doing this to me when it was, and it was just about performing and winning and, and collectively doing what's in the best interest of the team um, and critiquing what it was that you were doing versus criticizing it. So, and we can do that to ourselves. So, uh, Walk that fine line and, and make sure that you're you're critiquing versus criticizing and understanding that you did the best that you could for today and that moment and that week and that month, and you're going to keep doing the best that you can. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fens. Best Fens is a casual game anyone can play, but made for adults. You can spend as much time or as little time as you like on the game. What I think is so cool is you can collect characters. They have challenging and fun puzzles that you can do. They've had over 100 million downloads globally. It doesn't require internet to play. It's great for travel. You can play anywhere, plane, subway, etc. You guys can collect a ton of their characters, and then you need to use them strategically for each level. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. It's a five-star rated mobile puzzle game on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, best fans. We'll be right back with House of Kim. You're listening to House of Kim with Kim zolciak Beerman. Clear up the confusion. Another reason people experience overwhelm is because they are confused. It could be a situation where you choose to, you have to choose between two similar things or where multiple people in your inner circle are giving you different versions of the story. To decrease the overwhelm, don't let the problem fester for too long. Sort out the facts and get to the bottom of it as soon as you can. I think that's a big one. That's a huge one, I think. Especially, you know, in the workforce. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big one. I mean, and that happens in relationships with your spouse, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, with your, your parents, things fester and fester and fester. And they could have easily been resolved. An apology could have been made, you know, a, a, a misunderstanding could have been cleared up, but 
there's so little or it's just a greater I think there's lack. a lot of confusion with text too nowadays right? yeah because people are texting you know you don't know the tone you don't really know how they're saying it so it can be taken um multiple different ways yeah, of course and so i think texting and emailing has you know more people are more apt to do that than they are to pick up mm-hmm. the phone and actually say the message or, so or you walk could, face to face to the yeah, person 100 percent right uh, take a break. If you feel like you've hit your breaking point, just stop and walk away. Put it all down. Take a break and go do something else. Once you've hit the point of mental overload, you're not thinking clearly. You're performing at your best. The best way to break free from the emotional load of overwhelm is to get away and rest. In fact, it is this reason that many top performers take regular breaks throughout the day. I think that's very important. Like I was saying to you guys, you know, at, at the Hard Rock at like 2.30 in the morning, I had been taking pictures and communicating and almost entertaining, if you will, all day. Croy and I were, were doing it, which was great. And, and I'm so grateful for that. But by 2.30, I was up almost 24 straight hours um, and just drained. I just said, that's it. Like, I couldn't even get my dress off. You guys know I'm claustrophobic, so I pull my dresses half the time up from the ground, up, instead of putting them over my head. I'm like, Croy, get my dress off. I couldn't even get my arm out. Like, it, But I, I just said, forget it. Like, I'm done. I wanted to keep gambling. I wanted my alone time with the slot machine. You know, I feel like we're buddies when I'm at the slot machine, or or I they're my enemy. I have to figure it out for myself. Other people's energy can't sway that, you know, in my mind. I have to feel it. Um but yeah, I mean, I did. I went to sleep and I definitely felt a lot, a lot better. But um, taking breaks, it's like, okay. I think, you know, a lot of people, moms, dads, you know, like they don't take breaks because they can't. I think it's important just to slow down, even take like a 10-minute break. There's statistics that show that if, you, if you're if you a napper in the afternoon, which I know a lot of people can't do, including me and you, but um, that take naps in the afternoon, they live longer. There's all these statistics on people that take naps. So some people that like um, Cali Dollar, uh, Jeff Dollar, my mm. friend's wife, she works at like four in the morning right. or something crazy till start. like one o'clock. And so yeah. she'll take a nap on Fridays. It cracks me up because she's like, see you later, Friday afternoon nap. Um, so they'll take a, she'll take a nap on Friday at like two o'clock in the afternoon. She'll get up and then go to dinner and all that good stuff. Right. I'm always jealous of her Friday afternoon naps because I feel like Fridays can be our toughest days because Corey and I get up at 630 with our kids. We get them ready for school in the morning. We drive them to school and do all that and then come home, work, 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 pick them up from school. But the getting up early you know, that fifth day at Friday is like, you know, right. yeah. those lost hours of sleep throughout the week can stack up real quick. Yeah. Real quick. If you don't get to bed on time. Uh, and that can be a way to kind of catch back up and, and still enjoy your weekend with your, with your friends and family. Um, and not really take yourself for the next week. Exactly. Okay. You guys. So we're going to talk about, well, first of all, before I say anything about bullying, um, because it is National Bowling Prevention Month. Um, I wanted to say that Ariana got into a college. Yahoo! I was like, that's really great, sweetie. <laughs> but she came in my bathroom last night. Mom! Mom! And I'm like, what? Like, do we break another window? What the hell's going on? And she showed me the email in the school, and she's so excited. She's waiting to hear back from the one that she really wants to go to. But yeah. she'll be 18 next week. So if I'm crying on the podcast, you guys, you'll know why. Um, she applied to, to a few of them just to have some options and, right. and she's still not, 100% I think sure. I hear her casually saying though, that maybe I'll just go to Georgia because, you know, I mean, Kane, I can't imagine being without, you know, the littles and especially Kane, because I just, he's in love with me. <laughs> 
Introducing one of our new sponsors, Betterson, a leader in animal health and wellness. You guys, we have a very, very special code, KimZ25, and I'll tell you guys where to go and use that soon. Betterson just launched all in an incredible new dog life stage supplement designed to be absorbed in your dog and not on your lawn. It's for puppies, adults, seniors, any stage of life that your dog is in. You guys, you know, being a parent, we have so many things going on, and this supplement once a day gives me peace of mind that our dogs are healthy. There's existing doubt as to whether supplements do any good. The truth is most supplements do. They end up passing through their waste. Veterison created a supplement that provides the optimal nutrition for the life stage and has the technology to transport and ensure absorption in parts of the body that it needs to support. It's been developed by world-renowned scientists and is not found in any other supplement. You guys, there is eight technology patents. That's just incredible. That's pretty nuts. All in contains the key nutrients your dog needs at their particular stage of life, whether puppy, adult, or senior, to promote digestive, cellular, bone, mental, and immune health. Learn more about the technology behind All In and get 25% off plus free shipping on your order at betterson.com forward slash all dash in forward slash. That's B-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com forward slash all dash in forward slash with code KimZ25 and explore Vetterson's comprehensive animal wellness line for skincare, eye care, and shampoo. So yeah, Ariana, I'm very proud of her. She's an angel and I hope that she, you know, stays around here. But anyway, (laughs) or we're moving where she goes. I can't imagine not having her with me every day. I literally feel like it is such a big adjustment when a child kind of goes off to college and I didn't deal with it with Brielle. I cried so hard the day that Brielle graduated from high school that I broke a big blood vessel in my eye. I had to film. I cried so bad. And then I would look around at the graduation and like nobody else is crying. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> and Corey's like, it's not like she's leaving today. And I just, I don't know. It's hard. I love my kids being around me and you know, even their first day of school when I said, you know, I'm crying. Some parents were like, I couldn't wait for mine to go to school. I'm like, oh my God, I just want my kids to stay home all day, every day. I just love being around them. But anyway, so it is National Bullying Prevention Month. And I know that I've shared with you guys that I've dealt with a little bit of this bullying stuff with my own kids, Brielle, Ariana, and even KJ, who's in third grade. And I dealt with it last year when KJ was in second grade. And I, you know, and I'm going to make a a statement here. It's Unfortunately, it is it is just an, an ugly, inevitable thing that I I just don't see going away anytime soon. Unfortunately, for kids, and I think every no matter how like quote unquote cool or or the big jock or the or the popular girl, at some point everybody's going to face a mean comment or somebody doing something that would be classified as bullying to them. They're going to some every child, every person is going. To face this in life, unfortunately. Some more so than others. Yes. And so I definitely was bullied, as I talked about in the past, um, as was Croy. But so I think this will be some helpful tips. This is from um, the Emotion Code doctor, Dr. Bradley Nelson. Um, and, you know, I think this is very important for parents. And I think, you know, I don't put up with this shit. And I'll, I'm in the school in a second. I'm on the phone with the teacher. Um, I can tell just by... KJ's body language, Brielle's or Ariana's, that something is going on. And so Brielle would wait until it got pretty bad. And then she would tell me because she knew I'd go in there like a crazy lady. And then Ariana really wouldn't tell me at all. I could just be like, Corey, I think something's going on. And then you ask her and she just breaks down crying. Right. And then I go to the school. Um, I'm pretty aggressive when it comes to these things. And I think, and I'll say this with confidence, that the situations that I've been dealing with with, with KJ 
Um, I think it's a direct reflection of, and I don't know the kids that were bullying Brielle, their parents, but a direct or their families, but a direct reflection sometimes of what's going on at home and, and the parents. I think that a lot of the, um, the first, first of all, the vocabulary that's being used is mind blowing to me in third yeah. grade, second grade last year, the content that some of these kids it's I think insane. are allowed to view and absorb yeah. is mind blowing to me. So let's get into this, you guys. I want you guys as parents to always be involved. This can really destroy your child's confidence. Their, um, well, let's just jump into it. So school bullies don't always openly threaten their victims. Some of them are charismatic. They respect. They have respect for their teachers and good social skills. I've not found this with the bullies that have bullied KJ, but I guess it's possible. I think this is when they're maybe a little bit older, but yet they still inflict emotional harm on victims that can last decades. October is National Bullying Prevention Month, and these are tips from Dr. Bradley Nelson on how to spot and respond to bullying. Dr. Brad is a best-selling author, a holistic physician, and a father of seven children. Twelve signs kids may be bullied and what to do. Victims of bullying and other early trauma may carry emotional scars into adulthood, explains Dr. Brad, author of the best-selling book, The Emotion Code. But adults can help reduce the trauma of bullying for young people by recognizing the warning signs and talking to them. These include emotional upset, anxiousness, and sadness, frequent headaches, and stomach aches, faking illnesses, unexplained injuries, changing in eating habits, poor sleep, frequent nightmares, a drop in school performance, not wanting to go to school, sudden loss of friends, avoidance of social situations, low self-esteem, self-destructive behavior, including self-harm, running away, or talking about suicide. If you see your child struggling with any of these issues, talk with him or her about what's going on. He says, talking with your children is the key to both preventing the bullying and to uncovering and soothing the emotional trauma that it has caused. Dr. Brad, you know, he also discusses why some kids don't talk about being bullied. What makes a bully a bully? What makes a certain kid targets for bullying? Help bully children to overcome the trauma and coping skills for parents. You know, I think um, that there's a, you know, I don't think that bullying is, um, Bullying can happen to anyone is what I'm trying to say. Bullying can happen to anybody, any size, any age, any time. It can happen in the workforce as an yes. adult. It can happen in school with, you know, from kindergarten to, you know, all the way up to college and beyond. Um, bullying can happen anywhere. You can be bullied, you know, in baseball here in Alpharetta. You can be bullied. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Um, but you can be bullied in all different ways, you know, in all different fashions. And it's not a good feeling. I... I'm very proud of Brielle and Ariana and the girls that they are and were in high school and still are in high school. Ariana, as you guys know, is a senior. They are always one to reach out and be kind to the one that's sitting at a table alone. Ariana has volunteered to help with children that are mentally retarded at her school and um, spend time with them at lunch, um, doing arts and crafts. Um, on top of, of course, her volunteering at every dog place in the world. She's like, it's hilarious. Where are you going? I'm going to volunteer with the dogs, yeah. cats, whatever. Play bingo with the old folks. Yeah, it's, oh, that's right. Yeah. Bingo with, yeah, that's funny. Um, they have such good hearts, and I've always really encouraged them to never, ever be a follower and always be a leader. It's super important, and I, I tell that to the littles as well. Um, you know, follow your own heart just because people are being mean to somebody doesn't mean you need to, you know, you need to lead by example. And I'm very proud of the friendships and, and that they've made and the people that they've, you know, helped throughout their, their, you know, bullying and situations like that. Ariana gets like emotional. If somebody at school is getting bullied, she's like, mom, you're yeah. just not going to believe this. Well, she's done a very good job of self kind of reflecting and understanding 
and really pulling from that place where when she was bullied, she knows how it felt. She knows how it affected her. And so she can put herself in other people's shoes and, and for one, help them out and, and know what they're feeling and communicate with them. And then never would she ever want to inflict that kind of pain on somebody else. And I think that's one of the biggest things we've all at some point been bullied. So why would you turn right back around and do it to somebody else a year later, two years later or whatever, or when you get older or when you get some sort of power in a, in a workplace position or whatever it is, you know how it felt. So don't inflict that kind of pain on somebody else. And, and if you see it happening to somebody stand up and stand out, and stick up for that person. I, on Housewives of Atlanta, the reunion, sat there for three hours and was bullied repeatedly right. by every single person on that couch. The only person, and I didn't know that they had all met prior to the filming and the taping that they were going to gang up on me. You've probably heard of the American Heart Association. They're a relentless force dedicated to fighting heart disease and stroke with a mission to bring the world longer and healthier lives. They're here to give us a workout for the next 60 seconds. That's why they're sponsoring our show. Vocally for me and physically for you. Why millennial women deprioritize their health and that needs to change. So what better time than to start now? So here's what we're going to do. Keep it simple. If you're sitting down right now, stand up. And if you sit back down and stand up a few more times, you've officially done some squats. Standing for an hour burns way more calories than sitting. If you're already on your feet, pacing back and forth for the rest of this episode, keep at it. We're standing up in the studio for the rest of this episode, or maybe we're sitting and lying, but I'm pretty sure we're standing up right now. Let's make some moves. So keep pacing or maybe keep sitting down and standing up in a rhythmic pattern of a squat. We just want that beautiful heart of yours to be used. Check out some more important facts on the American Heart Association's website by visiting heart.org and start making moves. Portia Williams sat next to me and didn't join in and also stuck up for me as well. And that one time that she did stick up for me was even though they all knew the truth and they know that I have a good heart and I'm not an asshole. But that one time was just like, thanks, Portia, for like giving me two minutes apiece. But grown ass women bullying other women is mind blowing to me. Right. Um, and it's not healthy. It's just, I mean, I'm a very strong person mentally, thank God. But I mean, it. you don't know what goes on with people behind closed doors. You know, I always tell people like smile at a, fr- you know, smile at a stranger today. You know, this world, we're all in this together. We all want to feel accepted. We all want to be happy. We all want to be loved. We all want to have people's approval, whatever it is. And I think that if you're listening to this and you're a bully or you've been a bully in the past, forgive yourself and stop. And also, please make sure you speak with your children. There's several warning signs that you'll notice, again, like more eating or less eating. It just depends on the personality. Um, You know, lack of laughter is like kind of always my thing that I look for with the girls and now even with the littles. But there's so many things. Just ask your child. They're not going to probably maybe get in the car when you pick them up from school and be like, yeah, you know what? So-and-so, 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 you know, did this to me or whatever. But if you're like, hey, are you okay? something going on? Be welcoming and opening to to them and let them feel that you care and that you're willing to listen so kj the kid that's been bullying him um which i guess he's been bullying several others as well um kj we went to the school's football game and he kind of was hanging around this kid and so i didn't say anything at the time and i said and i didn't even say anything that night and then i think that weekend i said so kj you and so and so are buddies now or what he's like yeah you know i don't, I don't really have any other friends I said, KJ, like, this is, stop playing. First of all, everybody, KJ, when you walked in, they're like, KJ, what's up, KJ? Hey, KJ. I said, so have you forgiven him? Like, in your heart, you just said, okay, like, I forgive you. Did you think he was having a bad day? He didn't really answer me. And I said, you don't want to talk about it right now? He's like, no, we're, we're friends today. 
And I said, well, you know, not everybody's going to agree either. Like KJ wants to be the quarterback outside during recess every single day. Right. Actually, he doesn't. They don't let him be the quarterback at all. But that's, you know, if he wanted to be the quarterback every single day and then his friends are like, no, KJ, you, you're not being bullied. They just want to take turns. Right. But KJ doesn't ever get to play quarterback because they say he's too big and all these other things. And this kid is really I mean, I've had to go to the school about it, like I've talked about with you guys and deal with it. And I said, KJ, that's really great that you have a forgiving heart. I said, I've forgiven so many people in my life. I said, but just don't forget. And he said, I know, Mom. So we'll see. Right. And I think uh, relating this to the workplace and in, in, in grown adults as well, a couple things I'd like to point out. One, two, sometimes people don't necessarily know they're saying something that is truly bothering right. you or, or striking a nerve or or – you don't find appropriate communicate with that person. Don't be afraid to speak up and say, Hey, that hurt my feelings or, or Hey, uh, I don't find that funny or whatever. And they'll be like, Oh, Oh my gosh. I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean to, uh, a lot of can be miscommunication or misunderstanding. Uh, secondly, if, if, if it is, you know, and you know full well that it is bullying, don't be afraid to talk to your, your friends or your family or your parents and, and let them know like, man, I've had a rough day at work today. You know, I just can't, it's just not working or whatever. And, and don't hold that stuff in. Uh, cause that can really add to the scarring and, and the long-term effects of, of those mean comments or those mean situations. Uh, and then lastly, I wanted to point out, you showed me something really, really cool the other day, babe, where, uh, your child necessarily is not going to come home and say, man, I had a tough day today at school. They're going to come home and say, Hey, mom and dad, will you play with me? Yep. Say yes. And just whatever it is, five minutes, and they will open up like Pandora's box and tell you and talk to you. But that's how they initiate the conversation. That's how they They're never, you know, KJ at eight years old, as smart as he is. Yeah. He's not going to say mama had a rough day today. Right. I'll say, KJ, how was your day? His answer is pretty generic. It's good. I said, so did you. How's he's got a big play Friday. How's the play? And he's like, it's good. Or, you know, but, you know, like this texter, I think it was somebody that posted it on their story. You know, if your child says, can you just come play with me? That's almost like a cry for help. There are signs that you as a parent know that something's off. And I know that we all get so busy, especially after school, you know, homework's got to get done and then you got to cook dinner and then the kids got to get showers and they got to go to bed, but invest the five minutes. I make it a priority every single day with them to ask them how they're feeling, how their day was. And I want them to elaborate. Good is never a good enough answer for me. Um, so anyways, definitely, yeah. um, investigate, be present with your child and be engaging. A lot of times the ones that get lost are the ones that don't feel like they matter to their parents because you're out there making money or trying to get the dinner right. made or, you know, trying to be a parent. Kids don't, they don't understand that. They won't until their parents themselves, you know? Right. Um, but anyways, you guys, so I hope that you do your part, um, and with your own children and, you know, also, educating them on being nice to people and, and, you know, not bullying. And it starts very young. Um, encourage your child to be nice to people and open the door for somebody or smile at a stranger or whatever. Um, all these things, you know, are all conversations that should be had. School can be a very, very stressful place. Um, and it probably will be for your child at one point or another. Right. Whether they're, you know, in kindergarten or in college. So those are two great, Positive segments slash golden nuggets, babe. We kind of join those together. I like that. 
We sure did, love. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. We so appreciate you, and we'll be back next week. Enjoy the rest of your week and have a safe weekend. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. Sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are the American Heart Association. Visit heart.org to start making moves. Bet online. Sign up with promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today and follow along with your favorite host picks throughout the season. Good American. Go to goodamerican.com forward slash Kimzy. You'll get 20% off your full order, sale items, and all this discount will be applied at checkout. Betterson. Use code Kimzy25 for 25% off plus free shipping. And Best Fens. Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. As always, a big thank you for listening to the show. We'd like to ask a small but very important favor of you guys. It'll only take a few minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, Podcast One will make it worth your time. Literally. We need you to complete a short survey because the information you guys give us can help make things better for the show and you as a listener just go to podcastone.com slash survey and everything you will need will be right there for you that's podcastone.com forward slash survey the first 250 people who complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com and two grand prize winners will be selected at random to get a $100 amazon gift card how about that free money it's a win-win our shows are supported by advertisers so filling this out will really help us cater to the needs of you as a listener so please go to podcastone.com forward slash survey answer some questions and potentially make some money along the way. Thank you guys so much for being dedicated listeners. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.